Congratulations and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I am Dave. I am Ralph. Hello. And this is our podcast. Um, We had a a wonderful intro there from Zach De La Roca and Tom Morello and the rest of the gang from Rage Against the Machine. That's a really good way to ring in this podcast. I don't know how it sounds. I mean, we haven't listened to it yet. It sounded great from here. I mean, it sounded good from here, but we don't know how it's going to come out. It's our third episode. Third episode. So... Lucky number three, Dave. Would that make it our golden episode if it's trips right? Oh, yeah. Does that mean tonight's supposed to be extra good? Because I'm not... Cheers. I'm not sure how I feel about that. That's a lot of pressure. So we're going to go with it. This is our golden episode. So you you guys have tuned in at the right time. Um, We've got a a lot to go over. uh, A lot to unwrap. A lot to unpack. We get very excited. And we have a lot to say about it. We sure do. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about it all day. I've been thinking about it all week. I mean, I basically ignored my students today to focus on what I was going to talk about yeah. tonight. You know, what's funny is I've been a, a Vikings fan all my life, right? I've been fantasy football fan for half my life. And it's like Sundays, you gear one in when it's football season, everything goes towards Sunday, mm-hmm. right? It's, uh, you know, setting up your lineups and then Monday night and then waivers and Tuesday. Yep. And now we have this. So it's even more stuff. It's so. even more. And it's it's not it's it's enough time after the weekend is gone where it's yeah. it's working it in with waivers. It's it's dealing with waivers on Tuesday and then Wednesday is preparing for this. I mean it's everything we do is preparing for this though. Yeah. I mean it's just it's a it's an excitement outlet. It's fun. So the for us. our last two have been Wednesday, our first one was on Tuesday. Yeah. And it's like I we even talked about it before this. We have things we want to say. So much to up. say, Dave. There's so much to say. Uh, so this is, it's been a lot of fun. And honestly, my fiance, my friends, they're all, my students, they're all sick of hearing about football. Yeah. So I need you here with me that's, so that's I can get it all off my, off my chest. And honestly, I mean, if, if this is our last episode and it just blows up, it's been fun. You know? <laughs> it's been a wild ride. That but would, well, I, I mean. I think we, we've got some staying, we'll, we've got some staying part Guess we'll it. find out. We're at, we're at like yeah. 29 listeners. 29. We're in the 10s. Woo! Almost in the 30s. Again, the trip's right theme. Yeah, we got, that could be something. We got it going on. That I do have a, a quick uh, event. Ready. It's about Thursday night football. I was talking to a guy at work. I uh, am not a fan at all. It's rough a lot of times. Part of it is because I'm so busy with kids and work and, and busy wife that I will forget to do my Thursday lineup. I've got 20-odd teams I've had people on buys. I've had injuries. I've, you know, I, I hate it. Um, Your best week is when you've got Bills, Jets, you know, something like yeah, that. Where it's nobody. like, oh, shoot, there weren't many people right. I needed to worry about. You don't have decisions to make. But if you've got Saints, Texans, that's yeah. that's rough. Yeah. It's you rough. miss out hard. Yeah. But I, I will say that some of the best things about Thursday Night Football are the color rush jerseys. Oh, love them. Yeah. The Browns are using their color rush jerseys nice. all year now. That's awesome. It's their regular home jersey, yeah. and they're so sweet. <clears throat> yeah. But the the worst I was thinking about it today at work is the Seahawks. Those oh, terrible lime green. They're too much. Yeah, it's like Danny a, loves those jerseys. It's like a kid's highlighter just blew it's up on true. their. Oh, it's terrible. I have shoes that look like those jerseys. It's a little more understated though. Burn them. Yeah. 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 But I. I've always said that Thursday for me, the best football on Thursday is feeding my face with turkey and stuffing and beer oh, on turkey day. I love That's, it so much. Yeah. 
everyone else can. And I think a lot of people agree with us about that. Those crazy people are going to have Thursday night football, but give me Thanksgiving Day. I think football. I mentioned episode one, too, that like having having Lions and Cowboys on my team, yep. that is the appeal. Right. I mean, you know, like Des Bryant is kind of an afterthought now, but like having Dak on some teams and having, uh, well, I just traded you Stafford, but having, uh, you know, having Hawk on some teams, mm-hmm. you know, and then that late game on Thursday now too. Yep. You know, if you and your family have a rough time getting along maybe during Thursday, maybe it's a little bit uh, stressful mm-hmm. having so much family time on that Thanksgiving day. Now you get to go home, yeah, and you get to enjoy a game that is like free of the family. Unless you're hosting, like unless usually do. you're hosting. I mean, my family's smaller than most, yeah. so I'm. It's different for me, but uh, yeah, that Thanksgiving Day football is just whew, it's the best. It's the best, Dave. Yeah. So I I appreciate you listening and letting me get that Thursday night vent off my chest. It I, makes my heart happy thinking. I about feel it. a lot better. But you're right. Most Thursday <laughs> games. I mean, watching. Jameis Winston and Cam Newton last Thursday. It, it it was like they were competing for who could be the least accurate quarterback. It was, it was unwatchable. I couldn't believe it. And I have a lot of I, I don't have Cam Newton anywhere, but I have a lot of Jameis Winston. And watching him just miss receivers mm-hmm. that were like wide open. I mean and the receivers end up with okay stats. Like yeah. that's that's fine. But like for his stats, it's brutal. I don't I don't and I had a lot of McCaffrey oh. shares in that oh, game. Oh, he was, laid an egg. And usually the running game you terrible. can count on yeah, on not, Thursday nights. Not that week. But not that week. So I'm hoping for a bounce back. Obviously. Mm. If you're counting on McCaffrey, that was brutal. Yeah. And on a Thursday night, that's the one thing you should be able to count on is the running game, and that was not the case. You, you so. want to go into the week with a great head start, not playing right. from behind. Yeah. And I it's was. demoralizing if you go in with a... Uh, behind the eight ball. Another reason why I, I benched OJ and I ben- I benched OJ Howard multiple places, mm-hmm. and here he was. He did nothing again, and I thought, good. I'm not going in, you know, behind the mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah, Thursdays, good times. <clears throat> not really. But, um. Uh... Well, <clears throat> right. How do you do? Uh, how do you do in your overall? T- like, what was your overall win numbers? I was uh, ten and eleven again. Same, uh, same as last okay, week. Okay, so you're pretty steady. Yeah, I had uh, so a couple negatives. Um, what well, we talk about injuries later, but I lost Breeze and Big Ben. Um, I have one league where I have both on the same team. That's, so that's I mean, that's killer. It's not fun. Yeah. And then my wife, she says, "Are you gonna talk about me beating you?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, babe, good for I'll, prom date." I'll, I'll briefly touch on yeah, that. Yeah, that she about right. uh, she had a good week this last week. I lost. To one of my neighbors in the neighbor league, and uh, I lost to my coworker, who's a first-time fantasy football player. She got <laughs> her very first win against me. Okay. Um, and she was talking mad smack oh, throughout that whole game, it's... and I was really hoping I could come back just to you know shut her up. So those are actually leagues that I won week one. So big, uh, big letdown. I I never want to be mean, but my response in that situation is always even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while, right? Which I think is, you know, sums it up pretty well. Um, but yeah, it's rough when you get mm-hmm. smack talked on you for to you know, from a noob from a noob exactly, yeah. and that's what it comes down to. You know, what I said to her, I said, "Katie, I'll see you in the playoffs." <laughs> that's what I said to her. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I last week I was only eight out of my twenty-five as far as wins go, and that's okay. including guillotine, where I count that as a win if I survive. Right, I do too. 
Um, this week I was 17 out of 25, so I kind of, I leveled out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not 0 2. I'm not 0 2 in very many places. Uh, so most places where I was 0 1, I even, I evened it out. Nice. Um, for me, the roughest thing all weekend was, I mean, Big Ben was the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in all of our empires that we're in together that are like kind of our long, long ongoing leagues, I have him pretty much. Mm-hmm. And to lose him was rough. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about waiver wire uh, issues with that I later on. You, you know where I'm going with, with that. I do. Um, but, you know, to lose Big Ben as my main quarterback in so many leagues I take seriously. And then I have invested in Juju in multiple leagues that are newer ones that I take seriously. Mm-hmm. And now he just won't have the same appeal. And then I don't have Breeze anywhere. Yeah. I mean, at least I didn't until this afternoon when right. we made a trade we'll right. talk about. Um, but I have Michael Thomas everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I have Thomas a couple very important... Or uh, I have Thomas everywhere. I have Kamara a couple important places. And... It's concerning to, you know, Bridgewater came in cold. I get it. But when you watch Drew Brees play, it is a work of art. I mean, it is like crystal, crystal clear. Everything is where it's supposed to be on time perfectly. And it's kind of mind blowing. And then to watch Bridgewater, who has shown success as a starting quarterback in the past, come in and look so pedestrian. Mm -hmm. It's rough. Now, I heard something today that. Michael Thomas actually was targeted probably more heavily from Bridgewater than he even would have been from Breeze. So PPR wise, he's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. The problem is that the scoring and the touchdowns, they're just, that team is just yeah. not going to score touchdowns the same way that uh, they did with Breeze. So, so the injuries were definitely <clears throat> just, mm-hmm. just killer this weekend. And it made it, made it kind of <clears throat> hard to watch. Um, I'll give another notice from this weekend and then, and then you can, uh, take over. You know the the rookie running backs. Um, the usage is good. the The performance isn't great yet, but the usage is there. Yeah. I mean, Sanders got a good number of carries, and he's he's getting the opportunities. Montgomery got like eighteen carries. He's getting the opportunities, just not quite the the performance yet. Yeah. Um, Singletary looked like he was ready for his breakout, and then he got a little bit injured. Mm-hmm. I, I he's gonna be out a few weeks, I think. But that was nice to see. Um, but those rookie running backs showing, showing that they're going to be trusted and they're going to be used was, was awesome to see because I'm counting on Sanders in an important place, Monty in an important place, uh, single Terry in a reasonably important place. Mm -hmm. So seeing them get some, get some good work was nice because that'll even itself out that eventually they'll. What's nice is last week was the pass catchers. You know, the wide receivers and, and Hawkins had had uh, a yep. great week, and now we have the running backs. So that's awesome to see. Not, we, that, not that the wide receivers didn't look good this week. There right. were definitely good things there. Mm-hmm. But definitely the the running backs, I noticed that yeah. we needed them to kind of show, and they they did. I was happy about that. And these so. offices move so fast for them anyway, so it's going to take them some time to actually mm-hmm. pick it up. So, But it's a good sign to see that their usage is... Is increasing definitely. Well, and Jacobs is a, a bell cow. Yeah, see, and I don't have him anywhere other yeah. than sleeper leagues that I don't care much about. But yeah, he's definitely showing to be yeah. a bell cow. I mean, that's I I, I didn't pick high enough to get him yeah. anywhere that or any of the leagues we right. have together. But definitely, he's showing a lot. I have so. him in in my all rookie team. Of course. So I'm <laughs> so I broke it down. I'm two and zero oh in five leagues. Well, if it's all rookie, you probably took him. 
round one. I had him first. Yeah. Yeah. My first pick. <laughs> yep. Um, so I'm I'm two and zero oh and five. I'm zero oh and two and six. That includes my all rookies and all Vikings teams. So okay. those don't really count. Well, and then counts enough. One and one with the rest. Um, so yeah, we uh, we have two really notable injuries. Unless you've been living under a rock, then you probably won't be listening to this anyways. Um, Big Ben out for the year. He had elbow surgery. Put him yeah. on the shelf. So bring in so Oklahoma sad. State product Mason <laughs> Rudolph. Uh, he'll get the nod with Ben gone. Um, now some people may not know that he and James Washington were in college together, and they were kind of a big deal as a quarterback wide receiver duo. So everybody who picked up Mr. Rudolph, maybe who spent a lot of their free agent bucks on him, are hoping that. They can uh, reignite what they had. Um, and I'm also guessing that we're in some really deep dynasty leagues. And in those deep dynasty leagues, all the backups have already been taken. So I'm pretty sure that some big Ben owners were throwing some trades at those Rudolph owners. And uh, they're kind of got worked over. So Rudolph was available. So Frozen is our super deep mm-hmm. dynasty where there's nobody on waivers. Right. And Rudolph was owned, of course, mm-hmm. by Danny, of course, because Danny had a weird obsession with Rudolph. Couldn't hold him <laughs> in the other leagues because the, the benches are too shallow. Right. And so he tells me that he gets the – he texts me two nights ago and he says that he got the offer from Andrew of Calvin Ridley for Mason Rudolph straight up. Yeah. And he says, this is an auto accept, right? And I said – yeah, dude, that's an auto accept. If you can get Calvin Ridley for Mason Rudolph straight up, because nobody knows what what Mason Rudolph's gonna do. Right. Uh, if you are des, if you lost, and and I'm I was desperate. I got him in a couple places, which I can go into. But you know, if you're desperate a quarterback, especially if you just lost Ben, mm-hmm. you do whatever you can. And Andrew's got a team where he can afford to give a. You know, Calvin Ridley, depth wide receiver. Most right. people he'd be starting, but he's got quite the re- receiving core. And um, and yeah, I said that's an auto reset, uh, an auto accept. And he even said today, he said, he said, boy, that's uh, I still can't believe that I got Calvin Ridley mm-hmm. for Mason Rudolph. I said, yeah, I can't either. But that's what happens when people are desperate. Exactly. You know? Um, and so it's it's not hard to, you know, it's not hard to figure out that that's the way it's going to go. But I, um, <laughs> my ESPN's giving me issues. I, uh, so I lost Ben mm-hmm. in the 10 team standard that you won last year and mm-hmm. are trying to repeat in. I lost him in the 12 team PPR that I won last year and I'm trying to repeat in. Yep. I lost him in Westeros, which is our IDP, mm-hmm. which is 10 offensive starters, 10 defensive starters, but not a super deep bench, but then taxi squads. That's 12 teams. Right, 12 teams. And so I lost Ben in all three of those. Mm -hmm. So I go to the waiver wire. Is this an okay time to talk about this? I may as well. So I go to the waiver wire, and I'm I'm looking at Mason Rudolph, and I'm thinking, you know, especially in the one I'm trying to repeat in, I need Mason Rudolph. I don't have quarterbacks. There are not quarterbacks on the waiver wire. Mm. I I need quarterbacks. And so I bid my entire fab budget on Mason Rudolph in all of them. And it was a long day of debating. So in in the 10 team standard, $89. I get Mason Rudolph. So now my quarterbacks are Mason Rudolph, Jameis Winston, Phillip Rivers. Okay, fine. In Westeros, the the IDP, mm-hmm. 
I bid $97 or whatever. So now I have uh, Mason Rudolph, Baker Mayfield, and uh, who's my other guy? Oh, my gosh. Baker Mayfield. Um, In Westeros. Oh, Westeros. Oh, also, uh, also. Um, oh, my goodness. Rivers. Phillip Rivers. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I traded yeah. for Dak. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that's fine. But the one I really needed him in was Roman, where I'm trying to repeat. I've got $2,500 on the line. Yeah, you do. And I have Lamar Jackson, Mm -hmm. and I have Jameis Winston. Mm -hmm. Again, I have him everywhere. And then I lost Big Ben, so I'm sitting here with these two quarterbacks. I need a Mason Rudolph. I build $97. It's everything I have. And I debated about it all day because I'm thinking, what happens when somebody else comes along Mm -hmm. that's good? So I bid everything. I wake up this morning. I look. Adam gets him for $98. And I texted him at 530 this morning. I said, I hate you. And he goes, hey, somebody had to do it. I'm like, I debated all day on $97 for Mason Rudolph. And he goes, I thought, honestly, I thought somebody would get him for $100. Yeah. And I go, well, there it is. Because I think as much as I want to blame, as much as I want to think somebody's, because there have been empires in the past after I've won where our friend that moved to China in particular has mm-hmm. tried to snipe me specifically, where he has taken somebody on the waiver wire for more than they should go to so I can't get them right. to keep me from repeating. I don't think that's what Adam was doing. I think Adam was like, okay, this is a quarterback that should be going for this much. He saw I at 97, mm-hmm. so he bid 98 because he knew I would be going harder for him than others. So if you had a hundred bucks, if you had everything, would you have put a hundred dollars? I think I would have had to. I mean, that would have been my plan. And I don't even remember where I spent $3 to be honest. Where would I have even spent $3 of my, of my fab? Because we just had the rookie draft before the year started. So we've had a week. I mean, like, did you put up a couple, I mean, we can look. Yeah. I mean, we can look, I don't know who I would have been on dollar things in, but on who, because that team was so stacked that I didn't really need anybody. You know what I mean? Like my team was stacked. So anyway, it was a frustrating morning to Roman. Roman. So it was a, it was a frustrating morning to see that I did not get him in probably the most important place. And, And Andrew said to me yesterday, he goes, well, you know, that $97, I mean, that could be a $2,500 decision you're making. And I'm like, well, thanks for the pressure, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, we've, all of us, I mean, you, me, Adam, Andrew, we've all tried to repeat, hasn't worked, and yet now we're, ugh, and now I, I didn't get him, and it was just, it was very frustrating, so I don't know. And the other injury, big one we've already touched on, is Drew Brees. Yeah. Um, he's not going to be out the whole year. They're saying six weeks. Um, he had thumb surgery and poor guy couldn't even pick up a football on the sideline. It hurt so bad. Um, so I have a a fun nugget, uh, for you. Ready for it. So that game on Sunday, it was only the third time under coach Peyton since 2006 that they failed to score a touchdown. Really? Not only that, but this will also snap Drew Brees' streak of starting at least 15 games in 15 straight seasons. That's the second longest streak next to. Give me the stat one more time. So starting 15 games in 15 straight seasons. Okay. And who did the pre? second. That's second to somebody else. Yeah. Well, not Brady because he had the year that he was out and Castle played. Older. Retired already. Um, 
Uh, Favre? Yep. Oh! Yeah. Do I get a prize? You get a beer. Is there... I'm already... Okay, well. <laughs> so now... I'll drink. We get uh, Touchdown Teddy coming in. Yep. Um, uh, he'll... Uh, really happy to have him back playing football. And you mentioned it's how... It's good to see him. Yeah, you, you, know. Me- you mentioned how he was a little pedestrian coming off the bench, but now he'll have a full week um, to come in and uh, and figure things out. So... And I think we'll see some some Taysom Hill too, you know. Right. So, I I don't think they'll make him the main guy, right. but they'll definitely work in their gadget stuff that they like, yep. and they'll play him plenty. Um, it'll be hard to it'll be hard to watch mm-hmm. when they take if you if you're invested in Bridgewater as the main guy, mm-hmm. it'll be hard to watch Taysom Hill coming in and doing his kind of his kind of thing. But when I had Taysom Hill in in Frozen, the Super Deep Dynasty, I. My thought process was if I was ever short on if I was ever short on quarterback and was desperate, I could put him in, mm-hmm. he could get a rushing touchdown, yeah. he could get a punt return touchdown, he could get you know, I mean he could get a passing touchdown, and it was just a an absolute flyer. And best at case quarterback. best case scenario would be Taysom Hill comes in and Bridgewater goes wide right. Throw in Bridgewater, Bridgewater bomb to Thomas. I mean, that would be the best of both worlds. That's okay. So you're okay. So that's you're thinking that could be a thing. Yeah, I'm being an optimist on this. Interesting. Trying to make the best of it for those who have shares of both Bridgewater and Thomas. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. Okay, I love it. Yeah, very well done. Yeah. Um, what else? So also from this weekend. So a couple more things that I noticed. Yeah. Um, So it was really, you know, the injuries were the biggest thing, but there were a couple of things that really was a bummer. So, you know, just to touch on them quick, you know, it's, it's hard when you have a stud you rely on who just has an off week. And so Nuke had an off week. I mean, he had, I can't remember five or 60 or something, something very pedestrian. And it was, it was a bummer because you're I'm counting on him. I'm counting on him Mm -hmm. personally, especially when Michael Thomas is, you know, dealing with a brand new quarterback he's not used to. And when he had a rough week, it really hurt me. You know? And he had a great week one, though, which is... He even, did. He yeah. dominated week yeah. one. And it was it was just a different kind of game strip, script, and it didn't quite work. Um, you know, the, you know, kickers like Aldrich Rosas. Like, I'm starting to think... I just, Aldrich Rosas. Like, I love him. And I just wonder, is that offense just not good enough to support... Okay. I mean, he had two extra points this week, and it was there were places where that could have helped me if he had gotten at least a field goal, and that bummed me out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can talk about the Dolphins in a lot of ways, but I wonder just oh, what are to? the Dolphins? I mean, the Dolphins are – it is the best or worst tanking, however you decide to look at it. It's, it's one of the two. It's either the best or the worst tanking I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, they traded Minka Fitzpatrick yep, for to the Steelers for a first. Uh-huh. So they've got, like, I don't know, 12 firsts and 12 seconds. I mean, it's a lot. That's hyperbole. But, like, it's a lot. And, <clears throat> you know, who do they have left that's even anything close to decent? I mean, Kenyon Drake is still there. I can't start him. I have him in a place. He is unstartable. Um, I have uh, Xavier, Xavier Howard uh-huh. um, in our IDP. 
I can start him, I guess, because, you know, he's still out there playing. I mean, defense is different, but, and, like... And also with him, though, it'd be volume because they're not going to be on offense a lot. They're going to be on defense a lot, so... Right. I mean, you get a lot of volume. But on him. the other hand, you know, he's playing cornerback, so if the other team gets to run half the game, is he going to be yeah. getting tackles? Probably not. Um, you know, and we watched... Uh, you know, like I've got Gasicki in some places. I mean, I you know, are they going to get rid of him? I mean, why would they keep anybody at this no. point? They're clearly giving up, which, you know, more power to them. They really want that first pick, and I can't imagine anybody's going to compete for it at this point. No. Um, but, you know, then you go to who they're, who they're playing against. I mean, anybody playing against the Dolphins is an automatic. And I – is this the place to, to – to talk about my my start sit versus for Roman, I, I yeah, whatever I, you go with how I you mean, feel, sir. I know I'm all over the place, and 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 my buddy who runs our trivia on Wednesday nights, he just said to me tonight, like, boy, you guys are all over. It's hard to keep track. Like I know, I get too excited, but the the quick version for this it's like is a just dog chasing a car. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, but the the quick the quick version of this is just that I I texted you on Sunday morning, for your advice because I was at um, Catholic marriage classes like pre marriage classes with my fiance and sure. so I was you know on a break and I'm checking my stuff and I'm like oh my gosh Antonio Brown's gonna play uh-huh. and so this is in the league I'm trying to repeat it's a PPR and I'm looking at my my team and it's stacked but I'm looking at my flex, AB could be my flex. Or I could put in Mark Ingram, or I could put in Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, in hindsight, would have been the great play because he had a huge game. Right. Ingram felt safer because I'm looking at Joel's team, who I'm playing against. I'm thinking I should be able to win this matchup. This is this is this should be an easy matchup. So I'll just put in who's safer, yeah. which is Ingram. That team runs all the time, etc. So I bench Antonio Brown. I put in Mark Ingram. And I end up losing by literally two points, maybe 1.8 points. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was small. And it just was, it drove me nuts. And we're watching the Sunday, I'm watching the Sunday night game with, with my neighbors and my fiance. And we're, we're playing Settlers of Catan and we're watching the game. And the Eagles get the ball back. And they have to score because, because Julio Jones just scored that big mm-hmm. touchdown. And Joel texts me and he's like, Dude, you got this. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, of course they're going to throw to Ertz because I'm, I'm waiting for Ertz to catch. You know, it's PPR, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I go, that's count a lot of chickens. And then sure enough, Wentz just can't handle anything and doesn't throw to Ertz. Um, in fact, the roughest thing <laughs> is when I, I'm looking on the screen and I see Ertz and it looks like he has a touchdown. I'm thinking that's my win. Nope, that's a two-point conversion. Uh-huh. That was horrible for me so that was one where i was actually watching the game and it was kind of inching down but but you know making the choices there was like well it just goes to show if you've got a good player and they're going against the the dolphins right you start them and you don't think twice about it end of story well move on with your life it was unique though in that it was AB. You didn't know what playing he with a new right. team, and I told you. I said it's the safer choice. Yeah. I made the right choice. I said right. I would only yeah. play him if I absolutely had to. Yeah. Hindsight. <sighs> Hindsight. Yeah. Hindsight is twenty twenty. That's what I always say. <clears throat> so anyway, it was <laughs> it was a rough weekend, as seemingly as usual. But um, any other reactions from the week, uh, Dave? Before we go into some. 
going to some other uh going to some other details here. I mean, just my my Vikings imploding against the Packers. Um, yeah, we were listening to that on the way back from St. Cloud. It sounded bad. It was rough. Yeah. You know, they they score the quick 21 right away and they're already down. But that running game for the Vikings. Dalvin Cook all he's looking legit. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be they're going to be if, if they would have stuck with that run. Um they would have had a touchdown. For sure. The defense was they were you know, on their knees, hands on knees, they were winded, and uh, it, it was frustrating to watch. And my boys know that Sunday is, is for dad, right? <laughs> if you need something, you go to mom. And so they were, they were, <laughs> I, I get it. They yeah. were really nice to console me after the game. They said, Dad, you know, there's, there's other games. And I'm like, yeah, I know you You guys are trying to be nice, but you'll get it in a couple of years. That's very when, sweet, but you need to walk away right, right now. Yeah. yeah. You'll get it when they break your heart. You'll understand. Um, that's funny because that's what I tell my dog when she tries to get attention on Sundays. It's like, go talk to your mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that was that was rough, you know, and and. You know, as long as we're talking about our own our own teams that we're passionate about, you your know, team had a much better. The showing. Browns yep. had a much better showing. Now, granted, it was against the Hats. Jets, you know, and they're without you know Darnold. Apparently, is sixteen and had mono, mm-hmm. um, so it helps when they don't have a quarterback. They lost Simeon too, mm-hmm. so they're on their third their third quarterback. I actually had Luke Falcon frozen for a little while because yeah. he was on the Dolphins. He was like a guy that, yep. yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a little better watching the Browns this week. It wasn't quite as embarrassing, so mm-hmm. that, was, that was nice to see um, because it's – but you know what I was also I mean as usual though I was also torn because in in Frozen the Deep Dynasty I was playing against Kurt and I was up by I don't know 20 points at the most he had Chubb, Najoku and mm-hmm. Baker. And so I'm watching that huge pass to ODB. You know Najoku went out early. You know Chubb had a touchdown early and I'm watching thinking, "Oh my gosh." And it's a point per first down. But yeah. but Fantrax does not calculate that in time so mm-hmm. you don't know that till the next day so i find out today because claire was talking to him about a trade and i find out i only beat him by three points yeah. and i'm thinking all right i got got in the win column and frozen well it turns out it was real close to not being mm-hmm. that and i was half cheering against the browns in order to make that happen which is not not the way you'd prefer it to be so yeah. um and then joku with a another casualty broke his wrist was it his and wrist? Yeah, okay, I thought it was a concussion initially. But and then it's... he broke his wrist on top of it. So okay, a... so he's basically just... The old double whammy, probably okay. four weeks, five weeks, yeah. All Poor right, guy. so he's Samuel L. Jackson from Glass, basically. Yeah, or much. broken or unbroken. That's Un- the one. Unbreakable. Nailed it. Unbreakable. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's he's not unbreakable. He's very breakable. Um, but he's a gorgeous man, so who cares? Yeah. Um, so, all right, let's move on. I want to talk guillotine. Guillotine, let's do it. So, the Guillotine League is the worst team each league, each week is eliminated. And then all their players go on to the waiver wire. And so, you have to decide for your $200 waiver wire budget, do you spend it early to beef your team up mm-hmm. or do you hold off? Because every time a team's eliminated, major studs go on to the waiver wire. Right. So, do you bide your time? 
and do you hold your money and wait until you really need to because all you have to do is be in the top 16 and not be that 17th team. Right. And then after that, you know, one one after that. So so for me, I looked at my team after week one, and I was third from the bottom. Uh, and poor Kurt, he had a rough week. I mean, he had guys that just absolutely laid an egg. I, You can't access now who exactly he had, but he had Trubisky, he had Baker, he had Devontae Adams. He had guys that just didn't do anything week one, yeah. but should have. Like, right. his team looked good on paper. Mm-hmm. So his players all go to... Uh, waivers, and now it's decision time. Mm-hmm. So I decide, looking at my team, because I did not have a good showing, my team, you know, I had Sony Michelle, Montgomery, Juju, Kittle, you know, some rookies after that. I had I had Big Ben, mm-hmm. which now I realize isn't <laughs> anything. Um, and I realized I needed to go, I needed to go big. Yeah. And so I hit that waiver wire hard. And so I spent $91 on Devontae Adams. You did? And I spent $51 on Baker. I'm pretty sure that's the amount. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting here with three-fourths of my money spent. Um. But now I have... So now I'm looking at my lineup, and it's Baker and Daniel Jones, because mm-hmm. I had Eli and Daniel Jones. We'll see how that goes. And then I've got Sony Michelle Montgomery. That's fine. And then Adams and Juju and Kittle, Hyde, Curtis Samuel. And I feel much better about that. I feel like Devontae Adams, you know, he had a rough week one. He was part of what led to Kurt <clears throat> not advancing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was worth the money to me because, honestly, going into the year, he was probably my top one of – he was my second receiver to nuke, well, I feel yeah. like, in my in my going into the year uh, if I was doing rankings. Um, and then with me, with a lack of quarterback, I had to go Baker. Um and then this past week, I, I did I put in a very small bid for Trubisky. Thought I might get him because nobody wants him. That didn't work. I, I mean, it was very small. It was like four bucks. I figured that's you know if I get him, that's fine. Nobody wants him. <laughs> I put in a bid for Amari Cooper. I didn't get him, although Dave thought I did and teased me and got me all excited before we started here. And then it turned out I looked at my team. Wait, I don't have a Mark Cooper, so that was a bummer. That, that was my bad. Um, I apologize. Yeah, that's fine. And then there was another guy I went for, and I don't even remember who it was. I put in another bid, and it was... Oh, let's see if we can find out who it was. Transactions. Nope. Fandrax isn't going to let me look at that. Um, but anyway, I, I didn't get anybody this week, but I feel like after the moves I made after week one... I'm feeling pretty darn good about who I ended up, uh, who I ended up getting and and where I'm at with mm-hmm. this. Um, now your team has performed better. Yep, I <clears throat> was uh, third most points this week. Yeah, so you didn't have as much to worry about. One thirty three point six. So my plan, um, I've got my two headed monster at QB. Um, so I've got Watson and I've got Wilson. Yep. And uh, they've been doing great. And then I, I went the, the wide receiver route, so that's still going great for me um, with Allen and Galladay. So I've I've been doing great. Um, I blew a couple bucks on Howard because I wanted another uh, tight end. And then this round of waivers, I got um, Hunt for four bucks. Uh, so he'll be a, a stash for me. just want to kind of see what his role may be. And I figured <clears throat> I'd spend the money now since I have it. 
and I've got a bunch versus when he comes back around week 10 or 11 or whatever and I don't have any money for him. Sure. Um, and one thing I've noticed... Cre- sorry, Cream Hunt you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, Cream Hunt. Yep. Yeah, I had him last year. Me. So the, uh, the top two teams, um, the top teams got Mahomes and Prescott. So they're sitting pretty good. The second sure. uh, place team has McCaffrey and Godwin. So they've been doing pretty good. Yep. Since they've been doing so well, they have 200 bucks left. They haven't had to spend anything. So that's the thing. And that's the ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Is your so, team's good enough, you don't right. have to spend any money. So if, you wait till those studs uh-huh. become available, and then you're even better. Yep. Yeah. So if you nail your draft, you survive injuries, you're sitting really well, and they are sitting pretty good right now. I mean, I have I have 181 bucks left, so I'm not doing too bad. Um, but it's it's that balance you have to figure out. If you go big right away or if you think your team's good enough to wait. <clears throat> and eventually I'm going to have to pick up a running back because I've got Lewis from Tennessee and Philip Lindsay. Um, yeah, it's crazy your team can overcome that because that's brutal. Yeah, but I mean, and I've got McLaren, who's one of my um, flexes, and i got Fitzgerald, who's one of my flexes, and it's a PPR. Yeah, so, those are huge. So that helps. So I'm, 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 my confidence is pretty good, but I was confident last year too, and that got me... Seventh place, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, <clears throat> Zach Ertz was the other guy that I put a bid on. on. Okay, <clears throat> I think I put in twenty one bucks or something, and yeah. I figured what the what the heck, it, it didn't work out. Um, so then there on the yeah. flip side, the bottom two teams of money, uh, I think you're in there. One has fifty eight bucks, and one has fifty four bucks left. Right, so. and I you know, and I sent you. I mean, it's not hard to see where a team has trouble in this situation. I mean, I sent you a picture of the second to last team yep. that was just eliminated. Mm-hmm. The, the team, the, the team, team China will say, right. and I sent you a picture of that team and went, Oh my gosh, will you look at this team? Cause it was like, kind of shocking, like how rough that team was. And that was even before football. So it was right. Some, some foreshadowing. Right. Yeah. It was, I mean, you're yeah. looking at this team going, this team can't survive. Uh, so yeah, so I'm glad that I'm glad that I made some moves and it, it worked out well, but definitely the way to the best situation in guillotine is to not have to make moves early on Mm -hmm. and you've got all this money and, and then you're just, it's just an embarrassment of riches because you just get stronger and stronger. And I think, uh, that now guillotine is, is one of my favorite formats now. And I think next year I want to, uh, I want to do another one with, uh, I know everybody. So if you want in, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're gonna twist my arm, I think I, uh, yeah, probably... I think I'm gonna do another one. Okay, pretty much exactly the same. I love how it's set up, but yeah, I, it's set up well. I want to do it with me knowing everybody or most everybody. That'd better, be better trash talk situation yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I maybe, mean, I maybe feel more, like maybe more trades too, because <clears throat> trades can be huge. In you know, this, I don't even think about trades as being an issue in this league because it's not a. Yeah, it's just not. I mean, you're so the waiver wire is so stacked every mm-hmm. week that you don't even think about trades. But yeah, we should probably they're always there. Think about that. You you and I love to trade. Um, well, you know, if you're gonna twist my arm, I mean, I'd be down. And you know, right. I think our I think our network of people that are in all these leagues with us, we'd have no problem. Yeah. Especially if it were less money. If it were like a ten dollar league sure. or something, you could get seventeen people for Easy. ten bucks. It wouldn't even be a challenge. And even so. if they don't know what a guillotine league is when you explain it to them oh they'll learn yeah i mean it's it's a lot of fun i mean they'll learn they have to learn right yeah i mean i'm a teacher i will teach you'll learn them yeah i'll learn them i'll learn them good 
Um, yeah, so that's the guillotine. It's um, love it. Yeah, it, I love it until I get knocked out, and then it's depressing and stressful. So as you know, for now it's uh, for now it's uh, for now it's good. Wouldn't that be great if we were the top two teams? That would be great. Could you imagine yet, the teams we would have? And yet here we are. Oh man! <laughs> you know we're we're the top two in a lot of places. So if if uh, if there's one where we're not, it's it's fine. I whatever. I my team. I like my team. I'm looking at my roster. I'm thinking I like this roster. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about it long term. It'll work itself out. Yeah. You know. Like I said, Montgomery's getting more and more work. Yep. I think Juju's going to be fine. He'll still get heavy target share. Mm-hmm. You know, Adams will keep getting better and better as as the as the Packers, um, you know, get into the season. So it'll it'll be it'll be fine. So, um, so let's uh, let's move on. Emperor, how about the Emperor League? Let's do it. All right, Dave. We're going to talk about the Emperor League. This is our original league standard. Uh, 10 team. This is where you won last year. Sure did. You're trying to repeat. Sure am. How did your week go? Talk about your lineup decisions and how, uh, how things came about for you. So we, uh, we talked about this, uh, owner last week. Um, this owner really doesn't care about this team too much. Oh, her. Yeah. Her team is an absolute dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. So I was not worried at all about this game. Um, this is the gimme win on the schedule. This is the gimme win league. for pretty much everybody. I'm sure unless I'm playing against her and then she'll set her lead. She'll make sure to set it and she'll probably call China and make sure it's set up and ready to so go. So here is the score. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. 101. Yep. Respectable. Right? Is that hers? No, that's me. Oh, okay. Yeah. 39. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and you don't want to make fun of anybody, but if you're going to put up a 39, I don't even know how that happens. I can tell you. Well, okay. But my favorite thing about this is if I would have just started Mahomes and Devontae Adams, I would have beat her. (laughs) So... And she had, uh, yeah, 39 points. 20 of those points came from Aaron Jones. <laughs> well, sure. So, yeah. Well, obviously she had Drew Brees, uh, who got her negative one. Um, she had Vinatieri, who got her negative one. So right, the, right there. But she also had Burton and Jackson both give her donuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I knew going in uh, that I was going to win. And... I'm just happy I'm at 2-0, and um, and uh, I'm off to a pretty good start. It's a good feeling being 2-0 and when you're trying to repeat to win big money. Oh, it's a great feeling, and I... I I'm got, not there. We'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, and I, I mean, I still have AB. I, I sat him this week um, just because I, I didn't need him. You know, I, I could have played him. We agreed on that. We were in yep. the same situation. Yep. Um, and I, <clears throat> I still have AJ Green on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's running now, which I'm happy to report. Yeah, he should be back yeah, in a couple I'm weeks. Excited. Yeah, and uh, Melvin Gordon, he was just out somewhere on social media saying he's going to play somewhere this you year. You know what? Good because I'm really sick of teams that are starting Austin Eckler, yep, and then acting like they are God's gift to fantasy football. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Oh, Austin Eckler, good for you. You have a running back one. 
What you know? What you fell into that by accident, and I'm yeah. sorry. <clears throat> I'm angry about it. If you are starting Austin Eckler and you are winning because of it, you fell into a you you fell into a uh, <laughs> no. I can't even yeah. come up with something. Y- use your words. Yeah, it's uh, it's just so frustrating. I I want There's a little game I want to play later. But oh. uh, we'll see if we have time for it. And we All want right. to play a little game. All right. and it, it, it's, not really, it's not really a game for you and me. It's more of like, let me put out these two positions for these two teams. Tell me which one you'd prefer. And then let's look at where their stats are for okay. this year. It's, like it, it. You'll, you'll, you'll see what I'm getting at. Okay. <sighs> anyway. So, so, yeah, bottom line, in, in this league, I'm, I'm really happy at, uh, at 2-0. and And uh, I, I hope I get to play her again. We'll see. Yeah, well, you're playing her early, so that would be yeah. that. I mean, ten team league too, yep. so you'd be more likely to. That would be pretty lucky for you. Of course, you have gone undefeated in this league and then you know lost in the playoffs. That, you know, that was a whole different team. <laughs> I have nobody on this team from that team. You know what? The stigma's the same. The stigma's the same. Um, so I'm just uh, sorry, but I know, I'm just I, giving you a hard I, time. I can take it. Okay. So, you know, I uh, I lost you in the championship last year, and so my team. Uh, is is good. It's it's having some injury issues. So I went into this week feeling good. You know, I've got it's Roethlisberger, Barkley, Gurley, Hopkins, Cooks, Kittle, Michelle, Michelle, who I put in for um, David Johnson, which okay. turned out to be a good choice because yep. I mean, the Patriots were playing Miami, so that made sense. Um, Philip Rivers, Panthers, Fairbairn. So. I'm looking at the team I'm playing and I'm thinking, okay, I'm not really I'm not really worried about this. Like I know I'm sorry to Vikings fans. I'm sorry. I'm a Vikings fan, skull. Um but Kirk Cousins is a spaz. Mm-hmm. And he will panic whenever he has the chance. Case in point with his last game. Yeah, so I'm looking at the team I'm playing against. I'm like, okay, Cousins, Bell, Connor, Hilton, Robinson, Ebron, Freeman, Mariota. Like I'm looking at that team thinking it's not a bad team, but it, it doesn't really scare me. Right. I, I I'm thinking I should I should be I should be fine. This is actually formally China's team. Okay. This is the guy who took over for China. Right. <clears throat> um, and so apparently China is trying to give him advice on how to run his team. My my advice to him via Facebook was: if you want to lose, mm. take advice from China. Yeah. More power to you, but. Um, yeah, so that you know that went over well. I thought. Yeah, but, in this case, don't buy China. <clears throat> yeah, don't don't buy don't, uh, don't buy China. So, right. but, so the problem was that you know Roethlisberger went out early, which was really rough. Hopkins had a totally off week. Kittle's been not blowing the roof off, which I'm used to him doing. Right. Rivers had a rough week. I ended up winning ninety one eighty six. Okay. I actually this year have been trying something new, which is I'm I'm in so many leagues. That I'm actually trying to not watch my stats tick up or tick down as I'm watching the games on Sunday. Like, I'll know how I'm doing going into Monday night, Mm. like, so I know who I need to do well, who I don't need to do well. But when most of the games are going, I'm trying not to, like, watch them and meticulously dwell on it. Sure. And I kind of like how that's going. Like, I kind of feel like it's not as stressful when I'm just kind of letting it, you know... <clears throat> letting it letting it happen a little bit i am um, the complete opposite yeah actually i've got alerts on um yeah every, and i used to be like app, that so i know exactly where i'm at at all times when i had so nine I teams that's what i did yeah. when i have 25 it's more like let it happen yeah. 
<laughs> I know who I'm cheering for because I knew who I have in, in multiple places, and I kind of move on. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as my team goes, like, you know, I hit the waiver wire a little bit here. I ended up going, I got Mason Rudolph for 97 bucks. You sure did. I, 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 I had to. I needed to, you know. And that was my only waiver wire ad here, actually. Now that I'm looking at it, I didn't even get a new... Uh, <laughs> I didn't even get a new defense. The the Panthers, you know, weren't exactly um, showing much. But I, um, uh, yeah, it you know Mason Rudolph. It just I I basically I was ready to come on here and say I'm all in on Mason Rudolph. If he dominates, it's all good for me. Mm-hmm. If he has issues, then that's my bad. I got too excited, and then I missed out on him in that one most important place. So I, I kind of part of me is kind of thinking. Man, I hope he totally drops the ball and is terrible uh-huh. because then it won't matter that I didn't get him in that place that was so important. But I, I don't know if that's a healthy <laughs> – let me rephrase. I know that's not a healthy way to look at it, but that's the way I can't I can help myself but to, uh, <clears throat> but to look at it. So um, anything else from, from Emperor, Dave? Well, for those keeping a score at home, I'm sure you probably are. Uh, I am in first place at two and zero. Makes sense. I am the only undefeated team. Yep. Everybody else is one and one, except for she who shall not be named is, is <laughs> so and two. two. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm one and one in ninth place out of ten teams, mm-hmm. which is sad. But I'm looking at my team. I'm not worried. I feel good about it. You know, these teams have a thing. These, you know, if you're scoring, I mean, a standard league. If you're close, if you're scoring ninety to hundred points every week, it things will even out. Yep. So you shouldn't be, be worried shape. about it. And that's. So it's hard to explain to people who you're trying to help that don't know that aren't as experienced is like, you know, you put up the points. You just happen to go up against somebody who put up more. Mm-hmm. You can't dwell on that. You got to you got to just appreciate it for what it is and and uh, and take the points where take the points where they where they came in. Um, <clears throat> Roman is the PPR 12 point. Or, uh, sorry, 12-team PPR. That's Could you 12... imagine a 12-point PPR? 12-point PPR. Woo. I think I'd be good in that. Wow. Um, this is the one where I'm trying to repeat. And so I was 1-0 going to the, into this week. And so, again, going into this week, I lost <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger, which hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kamara was hurt by the Breeze injury, at least this initial game. Barkley, Hopkins, Thomas was hurt by Breeze going out. Ertz ended up getting work. Ingram, as I talked about earlier, I put in instead of AB, instead of Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. I just figured he was the safest choice. He didn't do maybe what I had hoped he would do. Lamar Jackson carrying me in this league. Yeah. Ironically, if I was allowed to trade, because this is an empire, so mm-hmm. once after you win, you can't trade for anti-collusion measures. Well... And, you can trade, but that's but relin- not you would relinquish your chance at. Repeating. I would rel- I would relinquish yes. my chances to repeat, um, and I could also I could trade for future assets. I can't trade for anything that'll help. Correct. Me this year. So Lamar Jackson, I've traded him pretty much everywhere, mm-hmm. and not here because I couldn't trade unless it was only for future assets. So I'm sitting here with Lamar Jackson still, and I'm thinking, wow, I kind of lucked out because I didn't have faith. I had him everywhere, and then I, I bailed. Yeah. I was like, eh, get what you can for him. So I'm going against, uh, I'm going up against Joel, who in our IDP has an absolute buzzsaw of a team. He like, does. ridiculous. This team isn't as strong, and so I'm looking at it thinking, I'm not worried. He's got Goff, Lindsey, Drake, 
Allen Galladay, Waller, Cooper, Jacoby Brissett. I'm thinking, well, I'm not scared of this Cake team. Cakewalk. I'm not thinking, I'm not scared of this team. And then it gets to be Sunday night, and I'm down by, you know, 20 points or whatever it was, 18 points, and all I have is Zach Ertz. Yep. And that's where I'm watching him. Like, he's got a lot of catches. He's got, you know, what I thought was a touchdown turned up into a conversion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I ended up losing by two points, and it was really rough because this is this is my best team for sure. Yep. And, you know, you never expect to repeat, but I certainly feel like I'm in a good situation to repeat, as you feel like you are in the other. Mm-hmm. You're certainly looking stronger with the with the 2-0 start. I mean, I'm 1-1 one one in fourth place. That's fine. And, you know, the, the team in first place is sitting there with Eckler, yeah. John Ross, you know, Sammy Watkins. These are these are guys I don't think you can rely on no. your, for the entire year, but you're starting off strong. Um, so... I'm not worried, but it was a real bummer that I was so close to being able. I mean, one, one ten yard catch, and I would have won this matchup. And Joel and I were texting as it went on, and it was just very, it was, it was very frustrating. So, um, so this is the league where you picked up Evans and ODB for your four first round picks. Yes. So how did you end up faring? I finally got my money's worth from uh, from Beckham. <laughs> yeah, Beckham looked good. So my my Couple team of is, huge is catches. yeah, it's finally realizing its full potential. So mm-hmm. I won, uh, I won by fourteen, and uh, so I had uh, Allen and Wilson as my quarterbacks, and they both got me forty points combined, not uh, individually. Sure. Um, and yeah, I so it was going into the Monday night game. And uh, he had Bell, and I had Beckham, and it was it was pretty close. Um, and you didn't really know what Beckham was going to show up. And I think he had a $2 million watch on, I think I saw. Yeah, so, apparently he's wearing the watch, and that's yeah, going to be that. And he's, he's not he worried about it. He doesn't care. Can it's, you imagine that you're not worried about a $100,000 fine or whatever it is? That's someday. crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and what helped me was my opponent had uh, Cam Newton and Mitch Trubisky. Um, so it's really, sometimes it's not how you do, it's how the other team, I mean, those guys look terrible. I mean, Cam Newton, and he might not play this week. It's true. Uh, but Trubisky just looks, he is regressing hard. Yep. I mean, I don't know what happened to him because I had him in the redraft or high school redraft last year, at least. And, uh, you know, he, he had a, a couple monster games. He was running. I mean, he looks terrible right now. He looks like he doesn't belong. And, on an NFL field right And now. those Chicago fans are fickle, too. They loved some Mitch last year, but now it's Mitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> You've been thinking about that one all day, haven't I you? I just actually just came up with well it. Well done. They, uh, they're not happy with him. Here's the other thing to remember about, like, as far as the scoring goes. So here I am. I put up 137.2. That was the fourth highest out of 12 in the mm-hmm. league. So I lost to Joel. I would have lost to Kong. I would have lost to Adam. But I would have beaten anybody else. Right. Including our friend Dave, yeah, who put up 135. I would have beaten you by two points. You would have just got so me. it's hard when you just, you know, you just have to tell your, you have to keep telling yourself, mm-hmm. you just had the rough matchup this week, and a matchup the other direction could have been fine. So I, I'm constantly trying to look at my overall point total and not dwell on wins and losses it can be tough when you get unlucky multiple times in a row yeah 
my brother actually quote unquote retired from fantasy football because he was always the guy who had the most points but the worst record. He would always score the second most points every week and mm-hmm. whoever he played had the most points. And so he claims that it was just so demoralizing that he had to quit. Yeah. He he claims he invented <laughs> he my bro- my brother on a tangent, my brother claims he invented the handcuff. Did I tell you this? I've never heard that before. But yeah, that's... my brother claims he invented the handcuff because he had Priest Holmes and he drafted Larry Johnson behind Priest Holmes. And his thought process was, if Priest Holmes gets injured, Larry Johnson steps right into the role. But did he actually use the term handcuff back then? Well, I mean, he can claim he did he all he came wants. Up with but, the idea. but he's been retired from fantasy football for a very long time. All right. And he, when I told him I had a, that we were doing a podcast, what he said was, <laughs> he's, he, what he, his direct quote was, uh, well, if you want to have a special guest on talking about handcuffs, let me know. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll keep you in. I'll Retired keep you in fantasy football guru. This is the guy where if you mention, you know, if you mention Anthony Miller, he will not know who you're talking about. But if you mention like, uh, uh, Javon Curse. He'll know who that is. Like he has a purely like fifteen years ago football knowledge. It's 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 pretty that's entertaining. Great. So but. David Boston, David Boston, yeah. he would know. Well, he's a Buckeye. That's a whole different level. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he would he would be a he'd be a Jake Plummer guy, but he wouldn't be a a, a Kyler Murray guy. Yeah. And I have um, one more note on my yeah. my Roman team is I I need to trade for another running back. My uh, my running back core is it hurts. I've got Mac was great week one, but. Back down to pedestrian levels this week. I have Jordan Howard, who's going to lose everything um, to the San- rookie. Yeah, Sanders yeah. is getting more and more every week. And I've got uh, Rojo and Armstead at the end of my bench. So I, I really need to uh, to make a change. I've got some assets at wide receiver. Um, so I'm hoping to parlay that into uh, a run at a running back. Uh, Dave, I, I can't trade. I'm not allowed to trade. You know, if I would have written that down, (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Just like I would have said it in in Emperor. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun every time a message comes up on Facebook that is, hey, I'm looking for this. Hey, I'm looking for this. Every time. I can't resist. Every time. Sorry, I'm not allowed to trade on the champ. And I I can't help myself. I do too. And then I put a picture, an emoji of a a trophy (laughs) just to rub it in. Just to go a little step further. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to Frozen. I feel, well, let's, do, we, do we have to? Let's save Westeros for last, because okay. Westeros, um, Westeros is our IDP. We played each other this week. Should I don't we, really, I don't really want to talk about it, but Should we, we save the Besteros for last? Uh, well done. Um, <laughs> how do you edit on here? How do you, how do you cut the, um, I don't know. Okay. I guess it stays. Um, so going on to Frozen, mm-hmm. this is our super deep, like basically 12-team, super deep, start two tight end, but otherwise it's pretty straightforward. Could it's you, half point PPR. Could you say super deep one more time? Super deep. Okay. Super deep. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to get like a catchphrase about each league to make it super clear about which one we're talking about. Yeah. So this is super deep dynasty. 12-team PPR, 10-team yeah. standard, 
uh, uh, IDP. Right, for those keeping score at for home. For those keeping score at home. Yeah. <clears throat> so when my mom listens, she can, like, know which league we're talking about and, like, you know, make sure she's taking accurate notes. She's got, like, a flow chart going <laughs> that detectives use to track all the criminals and yeah. the kingpins. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Do you have any yarn? <laughs> Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. Um, that's an always sunny moment. Um, so, all right. So frozen. Um, I got back in the winter in the winners column this week. So I, so I was playing against Kurt. Kurt is uh, my my future brother in law. He is as obsessed as we are. I would love to have him on to talk strategy at some point because he is. He dwells on this stuff. He's a, he'll be the first one to listen to this podcast, I guarantee. And um, his team is like his team is stacked. So he and I last year when we were trading, kind of going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. kind of trying to perfect our teams. Uh, we were just going toe for toe on like trying to like one up the other one. And so you know he's had some rough luck with Baker and Trubisky, but he's got Barkley, Fournette, Galladay, Hopkins, Kelsey. Najoku, Allen, Chubb, Mixon, who I traded him. You know, so his team is so his team's looking good. It's, it's, I hate his team. His team's he's got a great team. Right, you hate it because it's Be- stacked. Because it's not mine. And if you yeah. looked at his bench, I mean if you look at his bench, it's it's like you just wonder like I mean, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I said I look at his bench and I go, How did this team happen? And he tells me the same thing about my team. You know, he's got Diggs sitting on his bench. Yep. You know, he's got Mike Williams sitting on his bench. Singletary's he's got, you know, on his bench. Singletary sitting on his bench. Like, he's got... He's stacked. Uh-huh. So... He also has Gronkowski sitting on his bench. He picked up Gronk. You know, my advice to my lovely future wife was, you know, drop Gronkowski. You don't need to hold him anymore. Well, I guess we'll we'll find out if that was good advice. We, we, he'll be back week 14. So I won this league last year, and I look at my team, and I'm thinking, I love my team, right? Mahomes, Ingram, James White, Juju, Thomas, Ertz, Hawkinson, Chris Carson, Chris Godwin, Jameis Winston. Um, I've got Montgomery, who I start here and there. I've got McLaurin. So I'm feeling good. I won this week. I ended up winning by three. The thing about this league is that it is... Super deep. Super deep. (laughs) Did I mention that? Super deep. Um, But it's point per first down, and Fantrax does not calculate that in real time. So you go to bed knowing here's where the matchup's at, and then the next day it factors in the first downs and so it can be scary right and so i wake up the next day and i won and i didn't find out to today i only beat kurt by three points Mm -hmm. and i lost last week to danny who beat me or who i beat in the championship last year so i'm one and one now but i'm looking at my team and i'm thinking man i just you know something just doesn't feel right about my about my team and i think the main Mm -hmm. thing that didn't feel right was my dependence on the Buccaneers. I've got Jameis, I've got Godwin that I got from the Mixon trade, mm-hmm. and I've got Evans who I got from my Gurley trade. Right. And that's a lot of Buccaneers, and they're not looking super great. Mm-hmm. Do I think they will look great? Yes. I I trust Bruce Arians, but it's it's going to take some time. So I'm I'm looking at that going, man, I need to diversify a little bit. So my initial offer was to Danny, and it was, I'll give you, 
um, Mike Evans and Terry McLaurin for Devontae Adams. And he said, intriguing, I'll think about it. What are your initial thoughts on that offer? Well, when, when someone says intriguing, I'll think about it, that's rarely a yes. Right, but I think people we communicate with in these leagues, I think if it was not, if they were, if they had no interest right away, I think he'd, I think he'd say that. So I think he was, I think he was thinking about it. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming you'd rather have Adams. I would, yeah, Adams is the best sure. piece in that sure. trade. I would want Adams, yes. Sure. And so my thought process was his only good receiver is Adams. I'm giving him a top 12 receiver in theory and a rookie who has shown incredibly well, like better than I thought he would. I basically took him because he was a Buckeye. Right. Um, he, he said he'd think about it. Then you and I started talking trade. I actually sent a trade to Kurt. I said... Hey, Kurt, I'm going to send this offer to you as well because I like Nuke better than Adams. Mm-hmm. So I figure I may as well send it to you just in case. Right. Evans, McLaurin for Nuke. He didn't even bother responding. I know I'm not going to get Nuke with that. It's fine. I just figured I'd put it out there because I would prefer Nuke over sure. Adams. And you never know. Maybe he comes up with a counter offer. You never know. Yeah, Counters can happen. Sure. And and Kurt has a lot of very in-depth thoughts about basically every trade. I mean, you've oh, yes. you've gotten some books from him. Uh-huh. I mean, he is analyzes everything. And it's it's awesome. I mean, you know exactly where everything's at. Right. So then I came to you, and I knew that you were short uh, quarterback. Well, let's just say I have Breeze, and I have Newton, and then I have nobody else. I mean, literally. <clears throat> that I mean, you were literally desperate. Yeah. And so Claire was asking me for advice last night because she's not sure how to value her quarterbacks, how to like mm-hmm. go trade wise, how to, you know, how to value different positions, whatever. Right. And so she, she has Aaron Rodgers, and she hates Aaron Rodgers. She's with, got she's got Rodgers, yeah. yeah. She's got Rodgers. <clears throat> she's got Josh Allen. She has. Um, uh, Jacoby Brissett, and she has Dak Prescott. So yes. she is flush <clears throat> with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's living the dream. Um, so she, you know, my advice to her, you know, it's a hard balance because mm-hmm. I basically said, like, I'm not sure how to, like, I'll give you kind of advice for where to go with this, but at the same time, I don't know, like, I'm in this league with you, so mm-hmm. I know if you don't work something out with Dave, then I can work something out mm-hmm. with Dave, so I don't know how much I should really get involved here. Right. Like, it's a hard, it's like a, a weird, like, collusion or, like, not, mm-hmm. it's like a weird kind of balance. And so she ended up going back to Kurt, and they worked, mm-hmm. they worked something out. And so I, and, you know, and I, and I honestly told her, I said, you know, because she was comfortable with what she was talking about with Kurt. Mm-hmm. She's more comfortable communicating with Kurt. Right. That's her brother. But I said, you know, Dave is desperate. Like, he's yeah. not going to make a trade that isn't, like, is unreasonable. But he needs a quarterback. And so you will be able to get more from him yep. than you will from others. And when, because I had said that initially I said to her, because you, I said you have four quarterbacks um, I'd be open in to take Brissette or Allen off your hands because I figured she'd want to roll. This is before I knew of her disdain for Rodgers. And her love for Josh Allen. She loves okay. Josh I, Allen, but I you know why? That. She doesn't watch the games. Okay. So she gets to she gets to look at his stats after okay. the fact, and she's not frustrated by how ridiculous he looks. Right. It's perfect. I mean, she is the perfect Josh <laughs> Allen owner. So then she says, um, you know, I want to get rid of Rodgers because I hate him. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. 
<laughs> That's great. But then she also said she was talking to Kurt. And then I'm thinking, well, Kurt's got a lot more tradable assets. And then I, I didn't hear from her. So that's when I started chatting with you. So if if I would have known the level of hate she had, because she went into detail um, <laughs> on exactly how much she hated Rogers, mm-hmm. um, I would have tried a little bit harder. Because I, I, I would have overpaid for Rogers right. just to have him on my team. Right. Um, I wouldn't have overpaid for Garoppolo, who was offered to me. Right. Um, so it landed on you, Ralph. I mean, it, it it's always you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it, you know, you. and and so she ended up getting for Aaron Rodgers. She ended up getting Singletary, Mike Williams, twenty twenty first, and and a, and a kicker. Up. She has a weird thing for kickers. Yeah, like that's some, that's some my lady. Up. She has a weird a weird foot thing for kickers, and so, uh, and I and I think that's. I mean. I think that's a pretty good haul for Rodgers. I think that's solid, especially yeah. considering she can afford to lose him. I also said, you know, the other thing about giving her advice was I said, you know, I I also, I'm going to be honest with you, I, I don't like the idea of you putting Rodgers on Kurt's team. I mean, I'm looking at Kurt's team. It is stacked. And now instead of Trubisky, who looks terrible, you're putting in Aaron Rodgers, who's like a Hall of Famer. You know, it's hard to wrap my brain around that. Yeah, and that was in the back of my mind too. But I, in the end, I just knew that he would win out. You know, if she went back and said, "I kind of got a better offer from Dave," what what can you do? Can you do better? Right. Because I was going to throw in a a twenty twenty first. And that was the other thing I said to her. I was like, you know, twenty twenty one is real far away, Mm -hmm. and so that's an okay bonus piece to push it over the edge. But if that's your if that's one of your main pieces, like you're waiting forever. Mm-hmm. Like the twenty twenty is one thing, but twenty twenty one is so far away. It's captured. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, you have no idea what yeah. can happen at that point. And so you don't want to rely on that. Um, so, you know, they were gonna work something out, and so then I came to you and you know, I'll I'll, I'll share what we talked about in the in the meantime. But I, I but I went to I went to Danny once we were kind of done mm-hmm. figuring something out. And I said, <laughs> I said, uh, so, you know, Dave and I are working something out that includes Evans. So if you want, because what he said was he'd send me an offer today. Right. Because Adams for Evans and McLaurin wasn't going to work, but he'd send me something. Okay. I'm thinking, well, I don't know what that's going to mean. But, um, but he says, you know, I'll send you something tomorrow, meaning today. And he's, and so I texted him. I said, listen, Dave and I are working something out, which includes Evans. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make an offer... It, now's the time. Right. And what he said was, go ahead. I want Godwin more anyway. I like Godwin more anyway. Mm-hmm. And my response was, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm not trading Godwin. Godwin looks amazing, and he's not getting the top cornerback talent. He's right. the he's the second guy, so he's he's the afterthought getting, like, all the, you know, not all the attention. Yep. And, you know, I, I love that I acquired Godwin. I don't mm-hmm. even know how that happened. Um so I went back to you, and so what we what I came to you with, and you know, as far as trades go, we we kind of shared before we started this. We were just chatting, and you know, if I come to you with a trade offer, it's never get out of here. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And if you come to me with a trade offer, it's never get out of here. That's ridiculous. And you always know the the offers that I give you that are, you know, the funny ones, like the funny ones are a different thing. Yeah. We we understand when there's humor right. because. You know, sometimes I get these offers on Sleeper where I can't tell if they're trying to be humorous. Uh-huh. 
And I hope for their sake that they are trying to be humorous. It's right. like, do you really think you're getting Barkley for that? Like, you're insane. Um, but, uh, but, but my offer to you was I'll give you Evans and Stafford for Breeze and uh, Julio. Right. And my thought process was you're getting younger at both quarterback mm-hmm. and wide receiver. I'm getting, in my opinion, a better wide receiver for this year because Julio looks awesome. Yep. Evans looks iffy, mm-hmm. and I'm relying too much on the Buccaneers. I can also, because I have Mahomes and Jameis, I can afford to wait on Breeze. And I'm thinking to myself, seven weeks from now, if I can start Mahomes and Breeze, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's insane, right? I, that's what I'm thinking. Um, and I was worried about it cause it feels like, you know, I'm training for one injured guy. I'm training for one old guy. It feels right. like, why am I getting this old? Like this, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And then it was about, you know, you weren't sure about it also, and I don't blame you. And so you threw in some, some other options, like who else could be included. Right. You mentioned you knew who I didn't want to include. Mm-hmm. Was that Terry McLaurin? Cause he's a Buckeye mm-hmm. or who was that who yeah. you're referring to? Yeah. Okay. Um, you threw out Ronald Jones mm-hmm. And you said, I can't believe I'm asking this. Is that because he could be terrible? Mm-hmm. And because I have I have okay. so many shares of him already. Ah, uh, okay. But because he's my own this is my only share and now okay. it's gone. Yeah. So I'm I'm now done with him. And I've I've long had I don't know if it's a bad habit, it could be. Um but I always have a tendency to hang on to the older players and uh I stick with them and I don't really go for the young talent. So in some of my you leagues, do yeah yeah, yeah. so you go I'm, older yeah for I'm, sure I'm trying to incorporate more youth into my team and I figured this would be a good time now because obviously Stafford's younger than Breeze um, Evans younger than Julio so I'm getting younger and you need somebody to start right now and I need a quarterback and and, I, and Stafford looks good I mean this is the time this yeah. was a good time for me to trade him because yeah. last year was frustrating as a Stafford owner. Mm-hmm. But he looks good right now. And he's got better weapons this yeah, year. So for sure. that was part of my thinking too. So I I want to go, I want to try to get younger, and I needed depth at running back because that's where I'm hurting too. Do you feel like your team is actually actually sorry, let's let's back up. So so then I asked like who else would you throw in to make it <laughs> three for three? And so we were not on the same page. I said, no. I'm assuming Dawson Knox and Gerald Everett are off the table. It's a two right. quarterback starting league or two tight ends starting end. league. And and you didn't even basically respond. Um you threw in what about Jesse James to to handcuff Hawkinson? Sure, handcuff, why not? And my response was, uh yeah, not even gonna respond to that. <laughs> um and then I asked about Preston Williams, who, you know, he's showing, you know, he's mm-hmm. basically the only bright spot in Miami. Right. You responded, okay, what about Devontae Parker? And that was what I accepted. Yeah. So we went, I got Julio, Breeze, Devontae Parker, you got Evans, Rojo, and uh, Stafford. Right. And that was what we agreed upon today. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good for both of us. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to ask before I finished off talking about the mm-hmm. trade was... You are 0-2 in Frozen, correct? I am 11th in the league. But playoff team last year, you were third, s- third place. Yeah. Okay. D- do you feel like you are a competitor this year, looking at your squad? No, I don't. Okay. No, I feel like, uh, again, going with, uh, I want to get younger, and um, 
I might just blow the whole damn thing up. I don't know. Because okay. I've, I've Whoa, done that. Whoa, clean podcast, Dave. I said darn. Okay. Blow the whole darn thing up. <laughs> I'm really trying to be good here. Right? I know. We've been really good. <clears throat> so, yeah, I um, I am not in contention. Um, I mean, I've got some pieces. Um, you know, I've got Kamara. Um, I now have Evans and I have Hilton, who's getting up there a bit. But I do have Kirk and Cup. So I've got some good wide receivers now. Sure. Um, but, I mean, lately I've been gravitating towards the wide receivers, and I'm letting my running backs go by the wayside. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm i not going to compete this year. So I think okay. um, this is not the last trade I'm making by a long shot. I'll... So right now, if you look at my team, it's going to look a lot different than it will probably by the end of the year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I think that's I mean that's the whole key is I mean that's the thing about people who are just totally ensconced in this information and and mm-hmm. just always working on your teams. And I and this league is only, you know, we're only one year in. Last year was the first year, but I take this one more seriously than a lot of other ones. Great word by the way, ensconced. Ensconced. Nice Thanks. Done. I'm a teacher. Um, so, you know, I, I take this one, I, like I do more work as far as trying to tweak it, but you know, this is my thing about a league super deep, super deep. um, you know, there is no waiver wire. And so the, the tra- you have to trade. Yeah. And so this league, I mean, there are people in this league who are brand new, who've never done this before, who are trade who are actively yeah. trading because you don't have a choice. If your team's going to get better, you have to trade. Yep. And you also mentioned uh, Callaway if he was available. To be Callaway trained. was another yeah. one I asked. I thought maybe but, you know he's a knucklehead. Maybe he's gonna more. he'll be a hold. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, you know, and I and I <clears throat> and I also preface the whole conversation by saying you know my guess is we value the same guys, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't surprise me if. We were not able to find somebody, you know, Devontae Parker. Okay, whatever. Like somebody has to get targets in Miami. He's right. something. Ronald Jones was a piece that I picked up because I had Bruce Anderson, mm-hmm. who I thought would be an, you know, I thought I was protecting the the Buccaneers backfield. Didn't care much about him. Evans was frustrating me. You know, it is. You know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> so so anyway, I won by I won by three. I I feel, guy. I look at this team and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I love this team. I mean, my team, my starters right now are Mahomes, Ingram, Montgomery, Juju, Michael Thomas, Zach Ertz, TJ Hawkinson, Chris Carson, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's insane. Yeah. That's a 12-team 12, 12 league. I feel like that is an insane lineup. And then the couple of decisions I might need to make, you know, James White is hard because... Yeah. Like last week, he just didn't have the game script. I feel like if they play a bad team, it doesn't make sense to put him. I in. didn't think about asking if he'd be available in the trade, but I figured you generally already, he's available. You had already said you gave up a lot of running backs, so I figured in the off season I traded Gurley, I yep. traded Mixon, I yep. traded CMC, and so I I I like my running back talent, but I can't just be giving up guys that are startable. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's interesting. Uh, Aldrich Rosas. Oh, you're gonna need to. I'm gonna need to put in somebody else. Um, actually, Austin Siebert, kicker for the Cleveland, looked looked pretty good the other day. So anyway, that is that is frozen. Um, it's definitely an interesting one. Um, 
yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm glad we were able to work something out. It yeah. felt weird getting so old, but I'm looking at Julio in my lineup and I feel much better than Mike Evans. Because I, I, uh, I like having Mike Evans and Godwin. Like, I like having two players from the same team. I feel like I hedge my bets that way. Yeah. But now that I have Julio and Godwin, I feel like now it's a higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I like that a lot. So Meanwhile, <clears throat> I got straight up rolled. Rolled, huh? Oh, my gosh. Who'd you get rolled by? I lost by 40. Yeah, 44. I got spanked. So you're 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 rebuilding. I'm ready, yeah, to just blowing it up. Yeah, I mean, I Breeze, maybe I have some more trade offers for you. I man. lost Breeze. Um, I, I would like to upgrade my tight ends. Um, Jimmy Graham, who I had so much hope. Yeah, for. your your tight ends are old. Yeah, so that's yeah. Well, I have Dawson Knox, so we'll see how that goes. True, um, but I mean, he's a ways away. Um, so, and I like Gerald Everett. He just does, yeah. that's just not an offense where he gets opportunities. And he's got Higby to deal with. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm in the mindset where I just want to blow it up and, and, uh, and see what happens. Yeah. And you've got some guys on your bench too, that are just like a bummer. Like they're just never gonna, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, in. like Kendrick Bourne, like yeah, he has had some moments, but like it's so it's so it's so deep, mm-hmm. you know. I mean Ryan Grant. I mean he was another guy you mentioned to me today. Hardy. I mean these are guys that are just buried. Yeah, you know. So there isn't really a you know that's the thing about a league so deep is like you wanna you wanna <clears throat> the guys who are gonna be wide receiver fours for their entire career. There's mm-hmm. no point in holding on to them. Like, what you need to do is you need to try to scrape your way into the guys that have potential. And so, like, when I look at my when I look at my squad, like, there were some times I tried to do that. And it didn't necessarily work out. But, yeah. like, you know, I went after, um, right after uh, uh, Corey Coleman went out and Sterling Shepard looked like he would be out. Like, I went after Slayton hard. Oh, yeah. Because I thought, you know, Darius Slayton could end up being, like, the guy in New York where they don't have any other receivers. Right. I went after Juwan Winfrey in Denver. You know, like, he could end up being the guy. Like, he was showing, like, that was a potential thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just having guys like that where you just have that that shot. You know, Mac Hollins I just picked up again. I I had him years ago, but, um, you know, he's he's a guy where it's like, He's a big target. He's athletic. He's mm-hmm. fast, and it's like, yeah, if he gets a shot, maybe he could be a number one guy. And he's healthy right now. Which he, is, he is. He is healthy. healthy. Yeah, he is healthy. Um, so it's just hard to manage. <clears throat> like, you know, you want to. You don't want to rotate for. You don't want to rotate unnecessarily. You don't right. want to get rid of guys that have potential. But like, you know, I just picked up. Um, I just picked up Devin Smith for Dallas mm-hmm. uh, because uh, Gallup's going to be out, and Devin Smith is a former Buckeye. And, you know, I the guy I replaced, I feel like it was, I can't remember who it was, but it was a guy, it was, oh, it was uh, Elijah McGuire, who was okay. a running back who I was big on when he was behind Le'Veon Bell sure. and for the Jets, and he helped me win me at least one championship last mm-hmm. year when I kind of snuck him in there. But now he gets picked up by the Browns. He's buried. He's not going to get any chances. There's no point to continue holding him. So it's it's uh it's definitely it's a tough um tough management. Kind and of. uh, who do you play this week in Frozen? Who do I? Oh oh you huh? Yeah. So I'm hoping for two and zero oh then. 
is what is what I'm saying. Well, I'm predicted to beat you by. What do you mean two? I mean, I'm I'm hoping for two and one is what I meant. Okay. I'm hoping to get another win. That's what I was going for. Gotcha. Sorry. Um, I mean, I'm projected to beat you by thirty one, but or thirty three, but who who knows? You're. You're well, we're going to get to Westeros in a second where you destroyed me. The so problem is, is that I've got it. Cam, who's most likely not going to play. So that's whatever his projections are. Well, I gave you a couple starters winner. today that you can throw right into your lineup. Oh, they'll so be in there. So you're better yeah, off than you were before. They'll be in there. You know what will happen. Stafford will have eight touchdowns, and that'll Ooh. be the end of that. Wouldn't that be nice? No, it wouldn't be nice, Dave. That's my point. Maybe I'll try to tra- Who's got Galladay? I might trade for Galladay. <laughs> double up. You know what? That. I, you know what, you're dead to me. Um, all right, so what do you say we move on to uh, Westeros? Ralph versus Dave. Westeros. Dave, this is our IDP league. 10 offensive starters, 10 defensive starters, 12-man bench, and then a five-man taxi squad that we'll get into. Taxi! You and I... Beep, beep, Taxi! Uh, you and I played each other this week, and we were both zero and one going into the week. So there could really be only one one and one team. So there could only be there could only be one person who came out on top. Now, I personally feel confident in this league, mm-hmm. and yet I can't get over the hump. Um, I won the consolation bracket the first year. I think I mentioned this. I traded the first pick, which would have been Saquon Barkley for mm-hmm. Nuke. Right. And then last year I was, I think, fourth <laughs> in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I just can't quite get over that hump, and it's frustrating. And this is also the league that in the first year had a bit of turmoil. I was not in the inaugural right. draft. You brought me on. In Somebody quit. Yep. Justine and I made a trade so egregious. So outlandish. I'm, I got some good uh, vocabulary going today. Egregious is another good one. Yeah. So egregious that Bobby quit. Could you ever be ensconced egregiously? Uh, ensconced in egregiousness? Probably. Mm. I don't know. This is that's too much. <laughs> um. So you know, I go into the week and I'm looking at my squad. I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty good. And I just, I just uh, had some some issues, and injuries were the main problem that right. I'll that I'll blame. Roethlisberger out, bummer. Drake terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopkins had we already talked about had an off week. Thomas was affected by um, uh, Breeze being out. Evan Ingram had an off week. Philip Rivers had an off week. Aaron Donald going out with an injury killed me. I yeah. traded for Aaron Donald in the off season. I gave away Zeke. And I got back a first-round pick, a second-round pick, um, uh, Rashad Penny, and Aaron Donald. And I felt like it was – I felt like that was huge. And it just – for him to go out, like a, that defensive tackle spot being dominant, that that's an advantage. And for him to go out was, was really just a bummer. Um, my linebackers were fine. Um, my, you know, safeties and cornerbacks were – cornerbacks were iffy. You know, I can't play Tyreek Hill – um, you know, Baker Mayfield, I benched. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't bring myself to start him. I started Rivers and Roethlisberger. And it just, I, I just was watching when I, when I did, gla- when I did glance at the points, you were just destroying me. Yeah. I mean, you had Mahomes. 
There was actually one, go off. There was actually one point in the game where I was up by a hundred. In our match, you know, I thought we were friends. And your your <laughs> linebacker was actually your highest point total in your starters, too. Which is fine. I mean, this is skewed so the Schubert. defensive defensive players score huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, a defensive touchdown is ten points. <clears throat> I mean, this is Adam. I, Adam and I uh, skewed this. So that defensive player scoring would be comparable to the best offensive players. Yeah. We wanted to make it so that you couldn't just cycle through defensive players. So you weren't just dropping them when it was their bye week and picking up somebody else. We right. wanted it so you were holding them. And, you know, so a, an interception or a fumble recovery is five points. A, a pass deflection is three, it's I huge. think. I mean, it's a lot of points. I mean, I had, I think I mentioned this last year. Or, or last week, that three la- last year on week one, Darren Lee had a 50 point game mm-hmm. on Monday night, which actually gave me the win because he had an interception for a touchdown, another inception, 10 tackles, whatever. So it's hard to get, it, but, it, but it's also, it doesn't make IDP any harder to, any easier to predict right. either, though. Um, it can be, it can be tricky. So. You know, I I had my window on your team. I mean, O.J. Howard laid an egg. James yeah, I, White I gave you bailed a, out at the end with I gave a touchdown. You, I gave you a head start to start the weekend. You did. Uh, O.J. Howard getting a donut. And you look down, you know, you compare position for position with the matchup. And to paraphrase John Madden, I mean, when you've got two guys going against each other, the guy who wants it more and who scores the most amount of points is the one that's going to win. So... <laughs> When you look at the positions that we have, I mean, I I beat you in those positions, so that's pretty much yeah how I won. Yeah, I mean, and you had some things go your way for sure. I mean, Stephon Gilmore and Devin McCourty, you know, they're playing against Miami, mm-hmm. and they had monstrous games because they're playing against Miami. That's I mean. That's, that's, uh, I mean, those are good players. You're, mm-hmm. It's good for you to have them on your team, but you also had a really favorable matchup. Right, and it helped. And that whereas was my, yeah, whereas my injuries were really yeah. demoralizing and as that, far as, you know. That was why I wanted to start both of them, because they were going to feast on, yeah. on the Dolphins. Anybody who has an IDP, IDP player against Miami should mm-hmm. be starting them and feeling very, feeling very good about that. Um, it was, it was a rough week as I'm watching this happen. And, you know, like, you know, we're in a lot of leagues, so I'm, you know, I'm counting on Mahomes in multiple places Mm -hmm. and I'm watching him destroy me here, but that's helping me other places. Right. You know, the ones that really bum me out, like Derrick Henry, who I just think is just the worst. And yet here he is just destroying that bums me out. Like Mm. Christian Kirk, I have nowhere. He seems like nothing special to me. I thought you did have a share of him. Nope. You debated drafting him. Yeah, okay. I debated drafting yeah. him. I like uh, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore. Those are guys I have for the first mm-hmm. time this year. But I do. I've never had Christian Kirk anywhere. Um, also, you know, Dak Prescott. I traded to you. You did. I and appreciate so that. for him to be going off the way he is is a real bummer so because he, he looks incredible i wrote this down kellen moore as an offensive coordinator because watching the cowboys 
is was painful for years. Like they're just so boring. They don't yeah. know. Like they're just nothing interesting, nothing creative. Kellen Moore seems to have totally turned that around, mm-hmm. and Dak Prescott looks incredible. The receivers look incredible. Old man, old man River is catching touched a touchdown yeah. every week. Yeah. Um, you know Zeke when he's not you know attacking people at a club, he right. is running like he used to run. It's it's unbelievable. And I mean, Dak, they look like a different team. And Dak has done something that Romo never did. Uh, Aikman oh, never did. Romo's bones are made of glass. Seven touchdowns in two games. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I know. And I've got him in a couple leagues, and I'm I'm loving it. And I don't regret. I mean, I traded him for Philip Rivers in a second, and the yeah. second got me either Justice Hill or Abram or Bosa, and those are guys that I the or um. No, Devin Bush, the the guys that I really wanted, but um but man, he looks good. And so I've got him in a couple places, but in this one, it at this point I'd really benefit. Mm-hmm. Um I wanted to talk about the the taxi squad situation. I did here. want to mention one more thing. It's, yeah, yeah, um, go ahead. I did in hindsight, Vance McDonald had twenty one points on my bench. If I were to put him in over O.J. Howard, um, I would have been really close to 300. Yeah, but... <laughs> but this yeah, was I've hit 300 before, Dave. You know what? Okay. You know what? So but, but, but why would you put him over O.J. I mean, O.J. Howard. So this is another thing. I mean, now you'll put him over O.J. Howard moving forward, but... But it's a stupid Thursday game is I didn't even think about it. So I didn't even have a chance to even think about putting him in. Um, but now I'm going to start him over him. Yeah. Because... You have to until... Rudolph's, Rudolph's going to lean on him, which is going to be right. awesome. Right, and he did. Yeah. I mean, he did when in the last game we, we saw, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it, that's... You know, you kind of have to have that point where you are waiting until... Like, when you have a stud that you drafted, like O.J. Howard, mm-hmm. and you're predicting him to be top six tight end, where you can put him into tight end, forget about it. Yep. And you got to decide how many weeks are you going to watch him not do what you wanted him to do before you make an adjustment. <clears throat> and I know in our in my in the redraft with my high school friends, I've already benched him. Mm-hmm. Um, played Tyrell Williams instead of him, which ended up going really well for me. Um, I don't really have him many other places. I've got him in. World Empire, which is a best ball, so that's kind of donezo. Yep. You know, if if he does well, he does well. But you know, two weeks of watching him not do anything. If you've got a guy like Vance McDonald, mm-hmm. you got to put him in because why would you let him mm-hmm. just sit there getting you nothing? Right. You know, as and Brait, I mean, Brait's got multiple touchdown opportunities coming every week. It's just uh, OJ Howard's in there to block, mm-hmm. and so you can't count on that and. Um, Arians made a comment like he is, you know, his the catches will come, the catches will come. Right. Well, yeah, except Arians never has wide, uh, never has tight ends that really do that much. Mm-hmm. So can you really? I mean, coaches will say anything. So and one thing that I've always done uh, in, you know, I started in redraft leagues, and then I moved to dynasty in redrafts. I never got the top tight ends. So I would always wait till late to draft a tight end, and I was always streaming tight ends. And if I had two tight ends on my roster, I'd be thinking, 
who do I start? You know, I always go through that in, instead of having a stud who I know I'm going to put in every week. And then I would do that in my dynasty drafts. And then I still have, I had Gronkowski for like half a season. I traded him away. That was the best tight end I've ever had. I've never had a Kittle or an Ertz, anything like that. So that's what I always run into is the second guessing. Do I put him in? Do I put him in? Do I sit him? So that's the thing that I've always run into with tight ends um, that I, I always second guess myself on, on that position. And if you're doing the second guessing thing where you've waited, I mean, you just, I, I mean, I, I always go early where I just, I want the guy I don't have to think about. Yep. And so I've got Ertz in multiple places. I've got Kelsey in at least a couple places. Mm-hmm. I've got Kittle in at least one place and I've got Ingram in a couple places and it's just, yep. I don't want to have to think about it. Right. Um, but if you don't prioritize tight end and you wait until later for tight end, then your other positions are better. So, I right. mean, you're always trading something off. Yep. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's always a trade off, but, um, you know, I, I think about that, that redraft with my high school friends where I, I, I had, OJ Howard that I kept for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to bid up Kittle. I tried to bid up Kelsey just to get other people to spend their money. I ended up with them mm-hmm. and you know, I've since traded Kittle away. I talked about that trade last week, but you know, having Kelsey now that I, I had to bench OJ Howard. Yeah. What if I hadn't gotten those guys and I'm sitting here, OJ Howard's my guy. And then I have to bench him for, for who? I mean, you know, yeah. cause I mean, who's, Who's a tight end who wouldn't end up on a team? Like, I don't even stream to think... I don't even stream tight ends ever to, like, think about who would be the guy who would end up available. Welcome to my world. Right. That's that's how I roll. Um, Fly by the seat of my pants. Right. And so it's, you know, basically I'd be picking up, you know, Herndon, you know, waiting Mm -hmm. for him to get off suspension. Um, Somebody like that. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely... Or Kyle Rudolph. Kyle... Yeah. Colton Domer. Kyle Rudolph, yeah. Or a guy like uh, Jimmy Graham, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if he can, you know, if they let him out of the old folks' home long enough to, to play a football game. So, um, so th- this league also has the aspect of taxi squads. And it can be a really, it can be a really frustrating thing, for sure. And I think the main reason that it's frustrating is because... So you have so Adam and I adjusted this year that now your taxi squad players are actually on your active ESPN roster. And that is a huge help because last year we'd have people picking up players who are on the rosters and then it would be just a mess. Right, because yeah. the taxi squad list each team having 5 that were on a Google sheet mm-hmm. were simply kept manually and if you went so if you went to claim free agent players or waiver wire players from uh like like during the week preparing for your weekend games right you would need to check the online document before you pick up a player to make sure they're not already claimed you know in a taxi squad by Mm -hmm. another team and and I'll admit it it was it was frustrating well I'm gonna tell you something I'm the one who kept the document going so I'm the one who actually recorded the document every week, kept it updated, sent it out to everybody. And in the playoffs, Dave, I picked up 
Kyle Rudolph. I looked at that taxi squad list. I didn't see Kyle Rudolph. Picked him up, started him, only to realize he was already on a taxi squad. Uh And generously, it was agreed upon that I just didn't get his points. Right. But that could have been an automatic forfeit in the playoffs. And I looked at that list. Playoffs? Playoffs? Looked at that list every single week. So for somebody who doesn't stare at that list every week, I can't imagine how hard it was. So now it is that your your ESPN roster is now five more spots deep. Mm -hmm. The players that are on your taxi are actually on your ESPN roster. So when you go to free agent or waiver wire pickups, you don't see the players that are taxied players because they're already on somebody's roster. Right. So now we have a claiming period on Tuesdays where you can claim. You still have to look at the document for that. But you're not going to accidentally be adding players that are on somebody's taxi. Mm-hmm. Now, what's frustrating for me is I, I sit here and I am constantly tweaking my roster, making minor adjustments, getting the perfect mix of... Because we've, we've talked about this too, that the roster construction of this league is tough yep because it is t- 10 offensive 10 defensive starters 20 20 starters and then 12 bench spots and then the five taxis so you do not have a bench spot for every starting spot mm-hmm. and so you can't hold like i had i traded away lamar jackson because i just couldn't hold four quarterbacks right and so i am constantly tweaking every single week and making sure i have the best options in there Guys who have been performing. If a guy hasn't been performing and I don't think they're going to, I get rid of him and I get yeah. a guy who could moving forward. Right. I get those lottery tickets. Got the fat. Trim the fat, right. So you got five players that are your taxi players. Now, I'm looking at the taxi squads as we go into Tuesday's claiming period for, you know, after week two of games. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at I'm thinking, you know, there isn't really anybody here that I would be willing to cut a player from my team in order to pick them up. Right. So I made no claims. But two of my five players got picked up mm-hmm. because honestly, I'm I've I've perfected every spot where like yes, these are valuable guys. Mm-hmm. So like DJ Chark I had in my taxi. Right. Danny claimed him. Raheem Mostert, I had picked up as a as a lottery ticket. He went off. Mm-hmm. Danny claims him. So now I'm sitting here having to decide because you have to, if you're going to keep them, you have to drop a player that's on your active roster. So not one of your other five taxi players. Right. Drop a player that wasn't your taxi player to, quote-unquote, move them up. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so I I said to Danny, like, you're not getting them for free. And, I, and I've done this in the past where if a guy gets claimed that I don't want to give up, which I never want to give a guy up because I had him for a reason, right. I'll basically say, like, you're not getting him for free. So if you want him, make me an offer and we can trade. But otherwise, you're not getting him for free. Right. So, like, uh, like, Addison wanted to claim somebody. He wanted to claim, I think it was uh, Malcolm Brown maybe, like, last year because mm-hmm. he had Gurley. And I said, you're not getting him for free. Like, make me an offer. And his response was, no, wait, I want to see who you drop. Okay, that's fair. Again, because I don't have weak spots. Like, I'm going to drop somebody good if I'm keeping Malcolm Brown. So I said to Danny, is like, make me an offer. And he goes, you know, it's I'll just I'm going to wait and see, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I had, en- I had ended up 
you know, and the guys, you know, the guys that I would drop are the other guys I have on taxi, but I can't drop them. Right. I have to drop guys that are my active roster. Mm-hmm. So to keep DJ Chark, who looks great, I think he's number six wide receiver on the year right now. I mean, he's looking good. Yeah. Something like that. I heard that today. So I dropped Chris Conley that I had picked up to keep DJ Chark Mm -hmm. because whatever, same position. I'm not getting rid of Chark, so I guess Conley's the sacrificial whatever. Um, And then for Mostert, I was like, well, you know, I can't really get rid of a running back who could do something. So I got rid of Jayon Brown, linebacker. <clears throat> I think for the Titan Titans, I think is where he's at now. I dropped him because I've got enough linebackers. Linebackers are kind of a dime a dozen in in this kind of a format. Yeah. To keep Raheem Mostert, but and then I and then I have to go and I'm like looking at the waiver wire, like okay, I guess I'm gonna just pick up a couple more guys. That'll be two more dart throws next week. They're probably gonna look good, mm-hmm. and then they'll be claimed again. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in the same exact situation, yep. and it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I feel like my, I just feel like my taxi is, like, solid, you know? Um, so, like, you know, you look at these, some of these taxi squads. I mean, you look at, like, <clears throat> I mean, yours is mostly, yours is mostly, well, I guess you got, like, like, like Josh Oliver at tight end. Like, mm-hmm. that's a good taxi guy. He's not playing right now, so he's a long-term hold. Right. Wide receiver Deontay Johnson. He's a good you know, long-term hold. Yeah. Um you know, some of these guys, I wonder, like, well, you know, you've got, you know, a certain other friend of mine that I, like, gave her advice on who she was going to put in her, in her, um, whatever. But mine was Moster, Greedy Williams, Ido Smith, Hassan Reddick, DJ Chark. And I'm right. thinking, those are guys I could afford to lose, but when it came down to it, I was like, I don't want to lose them. So, it's very, it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I don't know how to. I don't know. I've gone off for a long time here. Do you want to? Do you want to address like kind of how you think about Taxi Squad? No, I just know that you know, in me taking this team over two years ago, I'm still working on my my actual team, and with the Taxi Squad, I'm just like you know, if they pop, I promote them. If uh, if not, you can have them. Really, that's all. Yeah. I, that's all really what I care about because I really want to get a solid team started first mm-hmm. and then have your enviable position where everybody's just amazing and you know of course i'm owen too so how right. enviable is my position so really like oh great my team's so great yeah owen too. yeah how's that working for you well um, yeah not so great obviously. so that's yeah i mean and i know years ago i was in a league that had taxi players um, but they were actually college players so, so you Debbie. actually You're talking about Debbie. Yeah, league. it was a Debbie. I've league. never been in a Debbie league. Debbie league. They they called it taxi. They didn't call it Debbie, but yeah. But that's what it is. So, right. right. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was a lot of fun too. But then it takes all the fun away from actually drafting people. Sure. Um, but Debbie depleted rookie draft. Right. Yeah. No. Talking the under the helmet kind of a yeah. kind of a yeah. thing. So I mean, I <laughs> I love the idea of a taxi squad, um, but. I'm really just working on my team right now. And uh, if someone wants somebody on my taxi squad, take them. Yep. Because if I really wanted them, they'd be on my active roster. True. That's how I look at it. That's true. And it's, you know, you kind of think of, I'm trying to think of like who, it's a hard balance because it's like, who could I afford to lose? Right. Who do I, you know, maybe not? Because the other thing is you can actually start the players that are designated taxi squad. We, you can start them. Because mm-hmm. Adam and I were trying to figure out a way to make it less 
um, less management for us, mm-hmm. less policing from us. And this was a good way to do that. Now, we've already had somebody complain this year where it's like, well, I don't think you should be able to start your taxi players. So it's like, okay, do you want to manage that then and keep track? Because yeah. it's hard. I mean, it was a lot, a lot of work last year yeah, to keep track it. of it. <clears throat> so, um, so it'll, it'll you know, I, it, it seems like this is definitely the easier way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have things like, you know, once your taxi players are locked before the Thursday night game, like if you do before Sunday, if you drop a taxi player, the player you pick up in their place is the new taxi mm-hmm. player like it just automatic and so some things like that where it's a little bit kind of leaving up to people's um you know being honest about it but uh it's i mean i i like it it's just you know the taxi squad makes more sense if the benches are super deep mm-hmm. and they're still shallow enough where you can't really hold somebody who isn't performing yep. because somebody else will snipe them that's right um, and that's, I think what bugs me is that it just doesn't feel like it really, somebody can still come to my taxi squad and grab somebody who they can put in and start. Yep. You know, Danny would have been starting DJ Chark if I had let him go. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't, that doesn't feel like the point of a taxi squad. Right. But in debating with Adam about how this league was going to be run, like the fact that we have 12 bench spots five taxi spots that was actually a victory for me in yeah. terms of how deep it was because he wanted less right so i figured i'll take i'll take that i'll take that for what it is <clears throat> um so i i haven't i haven't looked too much into this but you want to play a little game that's yeah let's do it so this is going to be team a versus team b Ooh, i like it and i want you to let me know you, you know obviously you're in this league so you'll know a little bit of what's going on but you know the the listeners if, if we have listeners they can kind of think about this but sure. the, the the point of this is which of these squads would you prefer by position okay so here's here's what i mean team a quarterbacks Andy Dalton, Lamar Jackson, Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. Team B quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, Phillip Rivers, <coughs> excuse me, and, um, well, Big Ben before he got injured. Which of those two teams would you prefer? Is Lamar Jackson enough to push Team A over the edge? So is Roethlisberger... Roethlisberger, Rivers, Baker Mayfield, and then Team A was Lamar Jackson, Case Keenum, Andy Dalton. Yeah. Jackson would not be enough. Team B. When you've got... You prefer Team B. I would... Yeah. Well, that's good. That's the point I'm going at with this. So I'm glad so far we're on the right track. Okay. Let me just make sure. Okay. Uh, We're going to go wide receivers. Let's do it. All right. And we'll do like the top, let's say, four wide receivers. Sure. All right. Team A. So far, you've picked Team B for the team you'd prefer. Yes. Okay. Team A, wide receivers. Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, Randall Cobb, and, uh, boy, Danny Amendola. Okay. See you with me? Cup, Cup, Diggs, Cobb, Amendola. Yeah. All right, already, so that's already, Team A. I would already choose B. I don't even know. <laughs> you ready for this? You ready for this? Are you ready yeah, for this? Team B, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, DJ Chark, Tyreek Hill. 
Oof. I mean, on second thought, <laughs> A is looking pretty good. No, it's B. Okay, B. All right. All right. Just making sure. Okay. Let's let's go back here. All right. Oh, this is a fun game. These are the kind of things where if I had actually planned it out and written this out, maybe, like written it in my, yeah. in my little notebook, think how officially we could go through this and you'd really get my point. Because we could do this with a lot of our leagues. All right. Um, team A, back to Team A, which you haven't picked yet. Right. Tight end. Team A, we're talking Jared Cook and uh, Chris Herndon. <laughs> Jared Cook and Chris Herndon. And we're going to stop there. Okay? Please stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Team B, at tight end, we have Evan Ingram. We have Noah Fant. And actually, that's where we're going to stop. Evan Ingram and Noah Fant, or Jared Cook and uh, Chris Herndon? I would take Team C with no tight ends over Team A. So Team B. So you're picking Team B. Yeah. Okay, so, so so far Team B has the clean sweep, right. is what you're saying. Okay, all right. Good to know. Now, this is where my point will be made. Well, actually, no. It could, it could still last. All right, running backs. Team A, you ready? Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. David Johnson, okay, and we will <laughs> Frank Gore, Alexander Madison. Basically, those first three are where we'll stop. So Eckler, McCaffrey, David Johnson. Okay, all right, that's Team A. Team B, running backs: mm-hmm. Miles Sanders, Mark Ingram, Carlos Hyde. Um. We also have, like, Daryl Henderson, Kenyon Drake, some other guys. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming that one goes to A with Christian McCaffrey and... And David Johnson. Yeah, and David Johnson. A gets the okay. win on that one. All right, so A gets the win finally. Yep. Um, now, I'm not going to go through all the IDP players for this, but you see the point I'm making. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at those two teams compared, running backs clearly go to A, but right. all those other positions pretty easily go to, go go to B. B. Correct. Okay, okay. All right, so the point I was making with that is that... Oh, no, wait, no, I won't be able to find the next point I want to make. Um, <clears throat> the Okay, here we go, standings. The point I was making with that was that Team A is uh, my, my uh, friend who I've referenced before. I try not to use her name. And she is in third place. With 569 points, mm-hmm. okay? She is only 15 points out, 17 points out of first place from the defending champ. Team B is my squad, Dave. Yeah. Which we agreed, other than running backs, looking pretty strong, right? Over. 0-2, mm-hmm. 498, mm-hmm. which we are talking 73 points behind that third place team. But we're talking like 90 points before for behind first place. Right. It's a weird year, I guess, is the point that I'm making. But one thing you can also look at. I don't want to look at anything else. I want to make my point. I'm sorry. I got excited. Sure. <laughs> but also, you're looking at, you have over 30 points more than the next closest team in points against. So if you look at that... I'm going against solid opponents. Right. And that's the other thing to look at, is you've got points against, thank you, 
Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. That's solid. Yeah, 574 against. Yes. And you're looking at the top team, 513, 500, 544. I have the most points against me than anybody. That's what I'm saying. By over 30. Oh, that is frustrating. I didn't even know that. Now I'm just mad. How am I supposed to go to bed mad now? You can figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I'll be fine. I'm a grown-up, but... So that's why I try not to get to, you know, beaten down by this 0 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just funny how this year has gone. More power to the people that are 2 and 0. Joel and Danny are 2 and 0. You know, some other people are 1 and 1. I'm sitting down there with my friend Drew, we're both 0 and 2. And that's what I've always said too is if if you have a good team, right? The cream usually always rises to the top. And all you need to be is patient. Be it's confident. I know it is, but we're, we're two games in. <laughs> we're having a little therapy session now. Um, you just got to be patient. It's going to happen. It's true. Well, what do you think, Dave? Should we wrap this up? I think uh, I think we've done a pretty good job. Is there anything else we're supposed to talk about? Supposed to. <laughs> it's our deal. Um, we do what we want. Yeah, so I, I think uh, ultimately, I, I think things evened out maybe a little better this week, but those injuries really killed it. Yep. So I'm looking forward to talking next week. Hopefully we have um, some positive things to say about uh, Mason Rudolph, about yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. It would be great if they would keep the offensive um, output for those teams going. I'm, I'm, you know, I can't say I'm fully optimistic, but my fingers are crossed because I'm counting on a lot of those players yeah and i'm hoping by this time next week i will have more trades to report yes and, uh, improving a couple of my teams so stay tuned absolutely i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna do as soon as i leave here is i'm gonna be texting kurt and letting him know that i have travis kelsey's uh handcuff Ooh. available Ooh. this blake bell i yeah. think it's blake is the first name blake bell tight end for the chiefs yeah i'll take your word for it kurt loves his handcuffs and that includes really? tight ends and this bell guy he looks like uh travis kelsey pardieu interesting so um we'll see if uh we'll see if i can maybe find a piece on his team that i like and let him handcuff does uh, he kelsey. have does he have higby by chance because i've got everett uh no <laughs> But if but uh he definitely he likes to handcuff. So if you have right. if you have uh, an opportunity, you should definitely look into it. So appreciate the tip. No problem. I do what I can. All right, Dave. So until next time. Great job, Ralph. Great job, buddy. Uh, this has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll see you next time. Well Thanks done. for listening.